Summer is here. Finally. Doesn't it feel like we waited a long time? I don't know. I was already in summer. I feel like I had, I had already felt it before this weekend. I was sort of doubled down. And But it is nice to sort of feel like you're in the thick of it, especially since, you know, we've just hit the solstice. And so it's like we're kind of, it is the big part of summer. It is 70 degrees at the lake in Ely, finally, because that's like the last place that it gets warm. Right. And the loon ducklings, the little chicks, they're like two weeks behind. Are they really? Yeah, because of the weather was so unseasonably cool up there. Yeah. I don't know why that would change the gestation period, but now the chicks are real little babies, so they're riding on mama's back. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's super cute. I will say there is a giant crop of lightning bugs in my yard right now. Oh, I love lightning bugs. That's a sign of a good ecosystem. It is. And it's also a wet, usually it happens in the wet, you know, the wetter uh, years. And so I was kind of thinking we were going to get that. Whenever you have a good mushroom crop in the spring, which we had apparently like a huge morel crop this year, they talked about it. And then I'm always like, that leads, it doesn't lead to lightning bugs, but it is sure is a harbinger of good things like that. When you were a little kid, this is kind of gross to say, but did you ever, like, you'd get the lightning bugs in a jar. Yeah. And then you'd smoosh them on your skin. No. Nope. And you could, like... I'm not a serial killer. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It sounds terrible. Are you saying you put the blood yeah. of the body on your face? You'd smoosh it on your arms or your face, and then you had, like, phosphorescence, and it would work on your skin. Yeah. No, I did that, unfortunately, with glow sticks, but not with actual <laughs> living things. Yeah, right? <laughs> No, I, you know, we always just trapped them in jars. And then, of course, we, like, kept them there too long. <laughs> you know, and then you're like, oh, the lights went out. <laughs> They're dead. They're dead. But we I never killed, killed them. them and smushed them. So that's interesting. Yeah. But it is funny because we, you know, it's like our backyard is just full of uh, swampiness still. And they're just loving it. And I only get sad because the swallows, the ladybirds, who are my fighter pilots, who hang with me when I'm mowing what we call the meadow, which is our bottom part right. of our yard. And they, they literally, when I'm mowing, because I kick up so many good bugs when I'm mowing, that they whirl around me and then phew and like swoop and dive and it's fun it's the best show of all time i just i love doing it and so but the only thing is i'm like well the swallows are here guys so lightning bug as fast as you can at night because they're coming for you in the day <laughs> it's so naturey. yeah no it is my that's exactly we saw two baby fawns like the other day and i was like this is weird like how much that's why i call it the boondocks because you can't possibly see two baby dawns, you know, fawns, and then, you know, there's we have the turkeys that roam, and we have coyotes, we have foxes. We didn't we have... see two fawns. Yeah. We no. saw two people stealing yet two more bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. No, that's it. That's the booners. That's why you got to come out. 
But yeah. There was an article in the Star Tribune, and maybe you saw it, about the bear with the trash can ring on his head. Oh, no. He, that's been roaming around Ely. I'm on a Facebook page. Yeah. So it's become it's big like your news next up door, in town. Yeah. States. And they've been trying to catch him. So they're trying to trap him to get the plastic thing off his head. But they haven't been successful yet, and they don't want to interfere with him too much. And people are trying to feed him. It's just, it's become kind of a weird mess up there about this bear with the giant trash can on his head. feed him unless you want to tame and capture. I, yeah, people, People I don't know. People are weird about, let me just say this, and maybe it's because I do live among these weird little animals and coexist quite nicely. Like someone was like, someone said they found a bunny sitting outside their their workplace and they were like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, you leave it. That's it's, right. It's there. It's like an alien. You're on, you're on your way to work and coming down. I'm like, there's a thing walking. What should I do with it? Just leave it. It's not up to you to decide that it's hurt or anything. No, I have these two little birds in a nest in a fern yeah. potted, potted, hanging potted plant. And everyone's like, feed them, save them. I'm no, like, they no, they don't need saving. The mom is coming to them. And when I open the door and get the mail, she flies away, but she comes back. Why and do they, people think they need saving? It's not my job. I am not. But they're not even in jeopardy. Like, why do you, what is it with your self that you think it needs to be safe? Or that you can save things. Yeah. That's the other part. Like, There's, I'm not. Yeah. I am barely saving myself in my day-to-day existence. I am not here to save mankind. And the worst part. I am just here to contribute in my own positive way. And the worst part is most humans screw it up. And like the minute you actually try to save something, you're probably killing it. Well, and I was trying to water the plant and already felt like, oh my gosh, have I almost drowned you? I didn't even know you were in there. So now I'm watering around them, but I'm still watering my plants. Well, and I have a nest of robins that has nested on the top of my... Uh, I have a weird roll shade over like an awning thing uh-huh. and they've nested on top of it, but my grill is directly beneath them. So I have smoked them out a couple times, but all I did was I'm like, Oh, I'll just move this over a little bit, yeah, you know? And so that they can, you know, but I mean, I'm not like going to rescue anybody. There was a bird that had, so was in our yard, you know, the little baby bird. And there was the parents were freaking out all around it. Cause did it fall out? It, well, it was learning to fly. It had fallen as this is what happens. And then the mom was, you know, hopping around here and there around it. And the only problem was that we had Winnie, our, you know, Megan's giant sheepdog galumphing through the yard. We're not sure if she picked it up. We're not sure if she ran over it or what, but we realized it and we were all like, so we grabbed her and we, but we were looking at it, and the parents are freaking out while we're standing over this little baby bird, and it's just sitting there, frozen. And it's like, should we pick it up? Should we not it's pick like it that up? that story, we... are you my mother? Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> did we break it? Is it okay? And I'm like, we're going to walk away. Everybody go inside right now. Just walk away, and I will come out here in like a couple hours and see what's happened and then assess the situation. Of course, I came out within an hour, and it had gone, hopped around, learned to fly as it is done millennia, and was already good. was fine. Oh, that's so, cute. Don't touch it. <laughs> don't touch it. Don't touch it. The moral Just of the story is <laughs> today. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Never touch it. Um, let's talk about ice cream. Oh, let's talk about ice cream. I do you first of all, do you eat ice cream in the winter? Yes. Okay. I that is a treat. If I'm gonna buy a like if I'm gonna buy a dessert or something, you know, like like a special treat or whatever, it's gonna be ice cream and I don't know why. I buy ice cream if I'm entertaining and I need a quick dessert because you can put it in a cup and put Heath Bar and Kahlua on it or whatever, and it's just a quick yeah. company dessert. I don't really crave it, though, in the winter. But honestly, Stephanie, I feel like all I have been doing is just craving ice cream this entire spring. Yeah, huh? 
And that sweet science opening on West 7th has, by my house yeah. has been a real life changer and maybe not in a good way. Yeah. Because <laughs> her ice cream is so fantastic. Yeah, it is. And I love, I mean, I love all the crazy flavors, but also the honesty of it. It's not, you know, too gunky and weird. A hundred percent. But then again, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of things and I know hers is really, really you know, I mean, very not organic by any means, but I mean, I think it's like very wholesome. With and all... she tries to stick to the closest profile of her original yeah. ingredients. Yeah. And so I love that. But I mean, I'm also a fan of like, you know, those gunked up crazy things like cotton candy ice cream. I'm sorry. It's not real by any means, shape or form. It's just chemicals. And I love it. It's good. I love it. And I <laughs> get it at Licks Unlimited. And you that's... don't seem like you would like I cotton know. candy ice cream. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like the weirdest thing. But how do I pass it up? I love it. Licks Unlimited. Do you remember an ice cream or have you ever had an ice cream called like Superman? Oh, Superman's at Licks Unlimited. But Superman, yeah, Superman is from the, it's the Madison, Wisconsin ice cream company. The ice cream shop, shoppy. And they sell at like Licks Unlimited. They also sell at, uh, there's that that frozen coffee place, uh, Cold Yo or Cold. Randolph. Yes, by you. Yep. And it's called. What is it? It used to be a different shop and now it's like a coffee shop with ice cream. Frosties or Frosted. Yeah, I don't know. Something. Horrible. Right um, next to the nook. But I am, and I love, if I'm going to get a cold pack, I love that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, and that's like a scoop when I say cold pack. I'm not the biggest fan of. What's a cold pack? Cold pack means it's like a scoop. Like a, like it's a scooper. It's not soft serve. There's soft serve Got and there's it. cold okay. pack. All right. So cold pack, it comes in the big tubs that they're scooping out of. Um, and I do love, I do love a Ben and Jerry's. We have one in Wyzetta. And I do love, uh, I don't love the blue bunny ones. I've, you know, there's a little shop. I feel like up in Emily, uh, on the way up to the cabins, up to Garrison and points northward, Malacca yep. area, there's a cute little scoop shop, and I feel like it's Blue Bunny, and I don't, I've kind of been like, I don't love it. I mean, and, and in that space of, I'm on the way to a cabin, I'm at a cabin life, I'm going to eat ice cream and have a great time, I'm just saying if I was going to pick it, I would want that Madison shop over the other stuff. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not really saying I wouldn't eat ice cream, let's be clear. Um <laughs> You're we're a good pair to talk about ice cream because I kind of have the east side and you have the, yeah, west, the west side. side. Yeah, because like, you don't really travel far to get ice cream. No, you don't. You don't. And you're not going to. I mean, are you going to drive out of the way for um, Connie's Cone? It's Cold Front. That's the name. Cold of the Front. Right. Place right. In St. Paul. Um, I'm not. You know what? Connie's Cone has like 100 flavors of soft serve. So I might because I just know what a legendary spot that is. And for me, soft serve is, I love a soft serve. I am a big fan of soft serve. And so I am all about the Minnesota nice cream stuff. And I like it too. I just, I like it. And I'm not, I don't even know that I would like pick one or the other. I think it's easier to eat. And I think it's, but I do, I, I don't know. I just, I, I like both too. Like and I, I like, swoosh, you know, swishing them together and making swirls and things like that. And if like you're that. having like a cone sometimes, a soft serve is excellent. Yeah. But also hard is great. Yeah. Um, in in terms of like, do you have do you like the rhubarbs and the seasonal ice creams like the berry crumbles? And- I don't tend to go berry on my ice cream. I it's really rare that I will choose a berry situation on ice cream. I'm mostly and you know like as when the kids were younger and we'd all go get ice cream. I'm the only one in the family who would get chocolate. Everybody else got vanilla or vanilla things, and I would get chocolate. I find that offensive. Do you? <laughs> That's interesting. But, like, I love chocolate. Why wouldn't you get chocolate? Why would you? It's so weird to me, the I love of vanilla. Well, but And if we, if and I would say they would get, like, 
something else. You know, they get like cheesecake ice cream or they get Superman yeah. or whatever. But I'm saying Oreo. if there was a choice between strawberry vanilla and chocolate, what was like if you had a Neapolitan chocolate. ice cream, you would go chocolate? Yeah. Me I'm going to eat the chocolate first. No, my kids gonna- are all... Vanillas. Not eat the vanilla at all, and I'm going to dab at the strawberry. I'm going to eat the chocolate, then the vanilla, then I would dab at the strawberry because yeah, I don't. But I, I'm fine with vanilla. I like it. I just, chocolate, if chocolate's there, I don't understand why you wouldn't get chocolate. Well, and the sweet science, speaking of them, they do like a nine vanilla, different types of vanillas. Sure. That's pretty cool because yeah. she's really like working on the flavor profiles of those. Yeah. But just regular vanilla like what is even new york vanilla the kind of yellowy kind that just means it's got a yolk in it that's so that's more of a gelato that tends to be a little bit more that means that the it's got a little bit of egg in it usually. so when i like i'm at the store and it's, it's more the Kemp's post, new york versus it's supposed to be i don't know if it actually is okay but they've kind of turned that into it's supposed to be gelato that's and like the new our, york vanilla is gelato because huh. you can't make when you make our ice cream like i gave you the recipe for the yep. base you can't make pure white vanilla it doesn't work because there's yolk in there. Right. And so it comes out yellow every time. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. That's why it's kind of that and weird And that's also why it's, it's a higher fat and it's kind of a lovelier, it's just a smoother ice cream. Do you remember, <laughs> this is sort of random, but do you remember when you would be in school and someone would say like, can you give me that manila envelope? Manila. Yeah. But it. Vanilla. Do you remember it being the word manila or was it vanilla? Like, you know, the mead folder just like a folder that you'd put things in. Not a I actually have no idea what you're talking okay. about. Okay. This is why it's funny. A paper file folder. Yeah. It's that color of ice cream, the New York ice cream vanilla color, right? Okay. Do you know the I'm talking about they come in other colors too, but the basic lowbrow ones are just Yeah, just a file folder you're file saying? Folder. Yeah. What would you call that? It is a manila. Is it manila yeah. or vanilla? It's not vanilla at all. And it has nothing to do with vanilla ice cream. Because I used to call it manila, but then it's the color of vanilla. So then I thought I was saying it wrong and changed it to a vanilla folder. No, you Google manila folders and it's there. That's what So it why is. are we calling it manila? Uh, because it's the manila hemp is derived from a species of banana originated from the Philippines whose fibers are tough. The hemp is then used during the paper making process, similar to how craft paper uses wood pulp. So the mystery is solved. The manila envelope gets its name from a hemp from which it is made. But I'm not the only one, clearly, that's been perplexed that by the Google. mystery. That was a Google. All I said was I looked up manila folder, and then it says the first one. Why do they call it a manila folder? Yeah, because then I was like, well, wait. It's, I thought, like, maybe I just called it manila as a kid because I misheard it. Yeah. And that it's really vanilla. Yeah. Okay, now we know. Yeah. The vanilla folder. There it is. Do you need a PPC for your AC ASAP? Say that five times fast. That's a peak performance check for your air conditioner to make sure it's handling this summer heat. At Aquarius Home Services, we know your AC has been working really hard. It's been a hot summer with more hot days yet to come. For only $29, get a peak performance check and get the most from your AC this summer. Stay cool and worry-free with a $29 PPC on your AC. We're just a click away at AquariusHomeServices.com. Um, okay, let me ask you this about your ice cream consumption, though. Do you have anything, is it like when you're looking at the case, you're standing over the, the scoop shop case with all the hard packs and everything else, and you're looking and you're thinking about what are you going to get, you know, because maybe I'm going to go Rocky Road, maybe I'm going to, is there a one thing, is there like, I don't know what I'm going to get yet, but I know it has to have X. Is there a one Salt. thing in your ingredient, but I mean. Like salty. 
So you like you have to have like a pretzel or a peanut in it? I go p- salty. I go pretzel. I go peanut. I go salted caramel. I go toffee bits. Okay. I'm looking for like something that has salt. Okay. I am a caramel. If there's a caramel swirl. Ooh, I like caramel too. I, you and can, caramel has salt. Yeah. But I mean like not all caramel has salt. Like I don't care if it's like a, you know, caramel peanut butter situation. As long as it, if there's a caramel ribbon through it, I am down. How do you feel when you walk up to the counter and there's the 30 flavors and the person in front of you is sampling every single (laughs) flavor? Nothing makes me crabbier. Oh, really? And I hate watch you and I stare at you with the Mm. daggers brimming from my eyes, hoping that they bore a hole in your stupid brain. Wow. I get real angry. This seems not very ice cream. I know. This seems like not very ice cream vibe. I literally, this is, I don't know why this podcast always becomes a self-examination of Stephanie, (laughs) but I have to like measure myself before I go in. You have to check yourself. I have to like, okay, this is what people do. Are you in a space where you can deal with this? Wow. And it freaks me out that the people managing the line don't deal with it better. So now I'm like irritated with the person who's the sampler. I'm irritated with the kids. Usually they're usually kids this is working the, the line because like... they don't know line management and they're not moving you around the 30 episode sampler, which is annoying because if you want to sample 30 ice creams, why do I have to wait for mine? Because I got five other people that are standing there that are going to take my order. And then we get into queue management because the line always moves to the beginning of the case and nobody can like get past the sampler to get around the sampler. Usually these cases are are five feet long. Where are you? Because like, I don't, this is the weirdest thing I've ever heard as if, so you're saying that this sampler starts and then everything stops until the sampler's done? Kind of. Because the kids aren't like, hey, I can help you over here and you walk around the sampler. Everybody, every ice cream shop I have ever been in, it's that scenario where then the sampler is there sampling, but then someone goes, okay, who's next? And yeah. you go, yeah, it's me. And you move past the sampler. Yes. Where are you eating that this is not say, happening? I'm not going to say because it's not fair because they're just kids. Well, I know, and but I don't want anyone if they're, to get so they're telling me there's five kids back there and then nobody's helping you? Because well, they're kind of like looking around waiting for you because they think you're trying to figure out what you want. And so you ever just go, all right, I'm ready. I got. But see, that's part of my self-management because I wouldn't just like be able to raise my hand all polite and everything. I'm like, ready. Like I can't, because I'm so holding back the anger from the sampler. Yeah. I think you have a, I think your reality is skewed <laughs> from that anxiety of the sampler. So then when it's my turn, I think you just, I'm but like, it's your turn while, while it's their turn too. It's also your turn. And so you just have to catch eyes or wait for that next person. And then you're like, okay, all of that, all of that, by the time it's actually my turn, I have had to self-talk myself off the ledge five times Yeah, before that's happened. Those eyes getting me and the person making the contact to move to the line. Wow. This is also the deli meats. I know. Don't buy it, deli yes. meats. This is and that's exactly why I have a hard reason. time eating at Cafe Latte. Yeah. Because everybody waits for the one person like, and you just want your like soup. So you want to go around the person, but nobody knows how to do it. And so it's the anxiety. Can I give you a gift? <laughs> Let me allow me to give you a gift, and it it really relates to something you know very no. well about me, and that is that I don't wait for lines, right? There's something you're about you're a butter. No, I am not a butter, but I'm not but gonna. You're a butter too. Let me. Okay, I am a butter. It's true. Let's be clear on that. But uh, the, he who hesitates will never win. Okay, and I'm just gonna tell you that I learned that from soccer, because if you're playing on the ball and the ball shows up 
and it gets cut, put into your space and you go, oh, is she going to go? Oh, should I go? You're done. It's over. The game is over. You're done. There's a score and you're... you're so you're just supposed to go for it You're basically it at all Thailand times. at the time. Yeah. You're like, basically, if you hesitate, you don't get to have the things that you are trying to get. So, and I'm not saying you have to be rude. Do you hear what I'm saying? I'm not saying you have to be boorish, but there's no reason to hesitate. And in Minnesota, we all have this weird, like, I'm going to wait and see what you're going to do. And I'm gonna... Another thing that drives me crazy is when people pull up their stop sign, and I'm clearly, like, still far away, they wait for me to come to a full stop. Before they go. I don't understand that. I'm that person. They could have gone, but like for three minutes, they could have gone, but they're waiting to see if I'm going to obey the law. All of what you're describing I know. is part of what's making me angry. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm that person. But what do you, but the, but what's, what, this is the weirdest part. Because it's rule it's, following and you're not following the rules. But you're not following the rules <laughs> because your rule is to stop and then go proceed when it's safe. You're just deciding that I may or may not be safe. You're letting your fear like That's take right. over. That's right. That's not a rule follower. And someone in the world has to worry about those potential fears. And that's going to be me. Okay. I'm going to hold on to those potential fears in case you scofflaw aren't. So I'm going to be the rule why follower. Why are you getting angry about it too? I don't know. Okay. Cause here's, I'm let's getting get, angry let's, just talking. I know. About let's it. get back to ice cream because that is a happy place <laughs> moment. I would like for you to know that like, if you can just look up and try to make the eye contact put your hand up not being rude not no one's going to judge you no nothing bad will happen if you just be like this and then they're like oh what can i get for you you're helping them do their job i'm going to start raising my hand you should that it's, is a funny idea listen jake and i were at a bar and the burger came and it was horrible and we're sitting there and those waitresses they ignored us for all these regulars that were happening and i was we kept trying i was trying to catch eye contact and I, there's nowhere to go up to the bar because it was so packed. And I was sitting there. And so finally, I just raised my hand. And sure enough, someone came over. And she was like, what's up, honey? I was like, I just couldn't grab you. And she's like, no, that's great. What do you need? I'm like, this burger's bad. And she's like, oh, okay. Took care of it. Brought me a fresh one. What's that? We're done. Nobody cried. Nobody got judged. Nobody got their food spit in, as far as I know. Nobody, you know what I mean? Like, And then I had a good burger, and I had a great afternoon. Okay, I'm going to start raising my I hand. I think you should start raising your hand. Suppose, it's a small yeah. moment. And I don't go to these, I I mean, you know, I eat ice cream like in off times because I eat it in the middle of the afternoon because I'm eating it instead of eating lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Please refer to last week's podcast <laughs> if you want to have That's a that right. discussion. So... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going at like eight o'clock on a hot summer night and having dessert. Right. I'm but like a Saturday after calories is what I'm doing. She's measuring her. So days. I'm alone in the afternoon, yeah. so I don't eat ice cream at high peak times. Yeah. So I don't have this line management problem often, but okay. I do have it, <laughs> and I just had it. I can have it with coffee too. Coffee line, kind just, of. But that's a counter thing where you're walking up and you're you're. That's the thing is like you're. It's, I think the hard part is like the, like the pausing and the surveying and it's not like order, go, order, go, order, go. That's right. It's the gray area. Like you have been able to see the sign while you've been waiting. Can't you just pick one? Of the ice creams? Yeah. Do you have to taste But the fact that you get to sample, and trust me when I say someone who's tasting all 30, I am not supporting this. I'm not like a hundred percent saying everyone should be allowed to taste all 30. I think think that's a little obnoxious. I think we should have a sampling counter. Well, that's a lot. An ordering counter and a sampling counter. That's, a, that's and, way, way more time. But most people that are sampling, 
they want to like talk about it. They want to tell you what their favorite flavor is. I like, know. Oh, I usually love raspberry and chocolate chip, but this, this caramel is this swirl one's and a this little bit strange, is, isn't it? it so True. it's those people. Okay, I hear you. I mean, I, I'm, we are on a spectrum here. I'm not saying that it's all or nothing. I do know there are samplers who can be samplers. Samplers. Whenever you say the word, it makes me laugh. Samplers. It's like ranch. Um, I, I hear you, and I'm, I, I'm supportive of both ways. I'm just saying that you don't have to let the samplers ruin your ice cream moment. Do you know about the new place on Grand Avenue? Yes. Yeah, the Tasty or what is it? Treats. Okay, so it's apparently soft serve that you can mix cereal into it? Yes. So it's really more about the cereal than it is about the ice cream. So the whole deal is that you get all these cereal choices. It's a cereal bar. It's a cereal bar. And you can buy cereal milk, like for your own, just to drink and take home. And you buy all this. I didn't even know what cereal milk was until I met you. Oh, God, yeah. No, I used to drink it all the time. We used to make it and then throw the cereal away and drink the milk. Um, Which is why Christina Tosi is a famous human, and I could have been. Just saying. Um, but you get your, you choose, your, like, your, you, they have concoctions made for you, like that they have signature things. But you can say, I really want a Fruity Pebbles, Fruit Loops, and, you know, uh, Cocoa Puffs kind of situation. And they, here's what's really cool about it. They blend it with the ice cream. It's not just sprinkled on top. It's not just like thrown in. But they have this very cool wand machine that blends it so that there's still a little bit of crunch to it. And so you're not pulverizing it. It's not dust because cereal milk tends to be, you know, more just like kind so of So is it dusty. in a cup or does that you can come get it in a, a cup or a cone you can, mixed in? You can do either way. You can get it in a cone, but you can get it in a cup. And when you're eating it, you get that, you get that essence of the flavor of the cereal, but it's ice cream. And then it's also got just a little I'm bit of crunch to it. I think this is going to be your super jam. I think I'm going to love it. I I loved it. I thought the flavors were great. It freaked me out that we have not had this here before when we are such a cereal town. Our entire town is built on cereal. Because everybody sakes. loves cereal. Like, you feel bad eating it, and as an adult, you don't get an opportunity to eat it that often unless you're one of those people that I a lot of people lot of sub people, it for meals. Yeah, I think a lot of people still eat cereal. The idea of eating, like, Fruity Pebbles in an ice cream cone feels so decadent and yeah. fun and just exciting to me. Yeah. But I would never go buy a box of like Fruity Pebbles cereal. You know what well, I mean? Well, you and and you wouldn't do this. Like you wouldn't. It's not the same as like getting your own ice cream and your own box of cereal and mixing it. This is really with the soft serve and everything else. It, it makes so it fun. into something wonderful. So yeah, I'm a fan of that. I do love, and I will say, I you know, it's taking ice cream and giving it twists. I'm the big fan of making not savory ice creams, but sort of. I tend more like I like to make a basil ice cream, and I like to make rosemary ice cream, and I like to make you know things that are. How would off. you? So easy. All you need to ever make do a rosemary ice cream is you and... take your the you make your base, yep. which is egg yolks, cream, and milk. We both have a Cuisinart ice cream maker. Yes, and so you kind of, and then while after you make your custard. You, which I throw the herbs in then as I'm making the custard so that they're cooking with the custard part. And then I let it seep and I let, I let it steep on the counter for a, an hour or two hours while it's cooling down before I put it into my mixer. So I let that infused. It's an infused cream is what it is. That's all it really is. And I'm thinking with your black licorice, I'm going to infuse with uh, anisette. And then I'm going to put the, the black licorice in afterwards. But if you infuse the cream, that's where the flavor comes from. And then, like, tell me what, tell me what you would do with rosemary ice cream. I just eat it. 
If you want to have a shortbread cookie with some rosemary ice cream as your dessert after melons and prosciutto and, you know, lots of like caprese, that is the, that is a move. Yeah. I don't. And that's the thing is I'm not there. I have moments where I want ice cream. I go, if I'm going to go get ice cream, it's going to be decadent and weird and crazy and lovely and like things I can't possibly do at home i cannot i have not affected my caramel swirl at home i can't do that so that's what i go out for but if i'm going to be home and making an ice cream for somebody or for an event it's going to be a one note but a weird note or a simple flavor yeah that kind of a thing and the biggest craziest i've ever gotten was brownie batter ice cream and it is legendary for the fourth of july that i used to do it which is you make your base, you know, and then you start to freeze your base. But then before the base is completely frozen, it, you take it out of the Cuisinart before it's totally done, and you put it in a flat thing, and you swirl in just plain old brownie batter, and that stuff is legit. And then you put and it then back you freeze in it. the freezer yeah, then and you then freeze scoop it. it out. Yep. Yum. That's, that sounds delicious. I know. That was really good. That sounds fave. real delicious. <laughs> I do love it. I like all these. Um, this is great. I like thinking about savory dessert because people don't do savory dessert very much. I just eat cheese for dessert. I mean, honestly, I don't. And I, again, to say like somebody gave me a beautiful, oh, at at Qua, they had a chocolate mousse stuffed chili relleno. And that was, I mean, brilliant because it was a, it was chili. It wasn't spicy, but it was just like like a, a chili stuffed, but with chocolate mousse. Yum. It sounds good. And that's like, I want a little spice to it or I want a savory or I want an herbal to it. I can't. You know, the whole like birthday cake flavored everything is just too much for me. I, I, that's just me. I was at El Burrito for a meeting the other day and they had a cinnamon coffee. Love it. And I forgot how simple that is to do at home. Yeah. And it was so good. Yeah. It just no. was like, oh, this just is a like, cup of black coffee that's magic. And like down in the South where they put chicory in there, yeah. you know? It's I don't like, love that because I don't like the chicory taste. Yeah. But it's, it's so easy to like make a flavored coffee just with your coffee filter and you yeah. just put... Your vanilla bean in there or whatever. Yeah. Yum. I know. All right. So All right. Ice we're cream. Done. Yeah. <laughs> we talked <laughs> a we lot about ice cream. We got to go get some ice cream. I literally cannot not have ice cream this afternoon. Okay. But where are you going to go? Like, where's your, like, I'm well, going to do it right now. I'm probably going to end up going to a movie tonight. So I think post movie we'll do ice cream. Here's a shout out to a little place in Plymouth called Honey and Mackey's, which has great ice cream. I think it's the Madison ice cream, but um, they also do French fries. And so it's French fries and ice cream, which I, again, is like that savory bit where I want to scoop all like my ice cream. Like when you get yes, the shake with the frosty. and the fries. Yeah. Yep. So that's kind of where I think we'll probably end up there. So What's shout it out called? Honey and Mackey's. Okay, fun. Cute little place in Plymouth. All right. That is it for the second helping. We hope you have a great 4th of July. This podcast usually drops on Wednesday, so we'll hit you up right before your big time celebrations. Just remember that you can always tag us on any of your food photos to show us what you're cooking. Uh, Weekly Dish is our Facebook page. You can also find us at Stephanie's Dish and at Stephanie March on Instagram. Have a great day. Ciao. This is a summer to stay connected locally. From the pandemic to protests to the upcoming election, there is so much information to take in. And on PodMN, you can access hundreds of Minnesota-made podcasts on one app. Current events, health information, political talk. Plus, you'll find podcasts about sports, true crime, and more. PodMN also comes with listener rewards. In July, you can win gift cards to local restaurants, shops, and more just for listening. Download PodMN on your phone's app store or learn more by visiting PodMN.com. Minnesota podcasts live here.